Welcome to the Writing with Purpose podcast where I, Anna Wollescroft, chat with fellow writers and outdoor enthusiasts about how we can embrace creativity and curiosity to live a life full of adventure that doesn't feel like hard work. I delve into exploratory conversations about my two loves in life, writing and nature connection, as part of my mission to share the well-being benefits they both bring. It's wonderful to have you here today. On today's Writing with Purpose podcast, I'm chatting with sustainability-focused business leader Jay Blake. I had so much fun with Jay talking about storytelling, journaling tools, and how best to describe what you do for a living. Hi, Jay. Welcome to the podcast. I'm very hey. excited about talking to you today because you are a natural-born storyteller, if you don't mind. Hey. Oh, that's kind of you to say so. Thank you. <laughs> So we know each other from a local networking organisation and um, the the purpose of this podcast really is just to chat to people who really enjoy the outside and they they love creativity, they write in some way, shape or form. So and now you are in the business of EV installation. So So big tick for the environmentally friendly side of things um so just tell me a little bit about sort of um you know your role and then maybe separately as to how you can kind of stay creative in that sort of role and what creativity means to you okay um i have the privilege of working with a company called boys um they are a uk india based company who specialize in the design of what we lovingly call decarbonisation opportunities. Um, decarbonisation is a is a posh word for electric vehicle charging, solar panels, and battery storage. Uh, um, so what we do is we uh, have a powerhouse in India that are basically producing all of our wonderful designs alongside us, uh, which enables the team in the UK to go and visit the sites and be involved at the front end of stuff and my privilege is to talk to lots of people about what we do um and i talk about us as being a bit like a lifeboat and i say look there is a tsunami coming there is a wave of opportunity that is about to come and the moment that you need a lifeboat is not the time to get one on your phone the moment (laughs) to get the phone number for a lifeboat on your phone is while the water is around your knees and you can see there's a wave coming that's where we are today. So my job is really simple. I spend my life going out there talking to people who are involved in electric vehicle charging, either because they're an end user and so they're a client, or because they are a installer of these things and either they don't have enough resource, hence the tsunami lifeboat story, or um, they they want to to get use from uh, of additional resources as far as that's concerned. And so my job's really simple. I just get my phone number onto other people's phones <laughs> so that when they're up to their neck in water and swimming around with sharks, they can just press a single button and there I am resolving that. Brilliant. And, and what a brilliantly creative way to actually explain that. You've got a story in there with the tsunami. Everyone can relate to that because we yeah. you know, haven't been directly involved. We know what that is from the movies yep. and from what we've seen on the news. Unfortunately, it does happen. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, I've got a vision now of, of you know, paddling with sharks. With me. <laughs> 
Well, you don't want to be trying to, you don't want to be typing into Google while you're up to your neck in water with sharks. You, you just want to press the button and go, oh, I do. Yeah, exactly. But I think that just gets the point across of how um, how more informative and enriching a story is when, you know, explaining what it is that you do. Because it, you could have gone down the really boring route of talking about the equipment and that sort of thing, which people don't really need to know about, do they? They need no. to know about how you're going to get them out of that deep water. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and and again, I I talk about a lot about stories. You know that's my approach. And and for me, helping people to, to think about whatever it is they're doing in a way that is telling a story gets just people more engaged, it gets them more interested, um, and and they want to understand more, so it gets them to ask a question. So I'm 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 a lifeboat that saves people in the tsunami. Okay, so what actually do you do, Jay? <laughs> um, I make friends for a living. So what actually do you do, Jay? Yeah. It, it it is all about that second question. It's yeah. it's not about giving the giving the, the complete answer at the first point of contact. Mm. And it just stops mm. the conversation dead. It's that whole traditional model of uh, Ader, isn't it? That you get the sorry, you get the attention by the story, you maintain their interest, get their desire, and then what's the final one, Ada? Uh, can't get remember. Anyway, it, sorry. Get them to take action. Get them to take action. Exactly. Yes, and yeah, you, and you've done it in a fun way and an imaginative yeah. way, and it yeah. just resonates a whole lot more. And when I think about the amount of times you've won, uh, when we, we go to our networking meeting, it's a face-to-face -face meeting, isn't it, that you've won, we get like a minute message award for the person that delivers the best minute message, and the amount of times you've won it, <laughs> because of your different stories <laughs> and how you are engaging with people is, again, just a great example of, of how stories. Yeah, and it's about yeah. getting comfortable. Mm. it's about we get uncomfortable with pauses yeah actually even in that minute that you've got if 10 seconds of that is silence all of a sudden people are listening and all of a sudden people are mm. they just wait because they want to know and it takes a lot because a second when it's heard is a long time. A second when you're the one delivering it is even longer, but you've just got to sit it out and allow them to feel uncomfortable. And that moment they're starting to feel uncomfortable, you then, yeah, it, I, oh, and it's so much fun. But hey, look, I, you and me, I, I, enjoy, I enjoy dragging that out of them and yeah. yeah, it's all good fun. Yeah, it's so much fun for you as well because you can see everybody's face yeah. as you go, oh, what's going next? Go on, do it to us, do it to us. <laughs> but also as well, I think you, you've hit on a, a very good point there for sort of grabbing attention, but also having that pause to be able to reflect for a little bit, not necessarily spurt out the first thing that comes into your head, which which I, let me explain this, which I think is a good thing when you're writing, particularly when yeah. you're writing, free writing and you're doing maybe morning pages or something like that. It's good to just let that flow without necessarily having that pause. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in that sort of situation when you're, you're engaging with somebody and you're communicating, it, 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 that pause is is beneficial as well. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's fascinating, isn't it? And how, I love it. So that whole communication piece. And I mean, we're, we're clearly in a world that is absolutely bombarded with communication and opportunities yeah. for, for getting our message out there and engaging with our audience and understanding who it is we're trying to talk to. Mm. Um, because it's that, I mean, coming back to the whole networking thing, I, I, 
I had a lovely conversation the other day with a, with a chap who's involved in the travel industry. And every time he got up, he would say, I want to talk to anyone. And I went, yeah. And, and it, it is that whole thing of, of by human nature, when we talk about anyone, we think of no one. Yes. But mm. I said to them, look, tell me about that 30-year-old who's driving a red Ford Fiesta and, and just come back from Tenerife and is thinking about where he wants to go on holiday next year. Well, by this point, yes. we've already got three or four people, even if it was somebody who went to Mallorca, not Tenerife, somebody <laughs> who, who, who drives a red Daimler rather than a Fiesta <laughs> or, or drives a green Fiesta. Yeah. Already we're going, oh, well, it's not a red one, but it's a green one. I wonder whether he might be interested. In it. And it's yeah. about putting out enough hooks. And I think that's so much about when, when we're producing copy of all sorts, whether it's mm -hmm. written or spoken or whatever, it's giving those people that. I, I, somebody once told me that me too is the most powerful language in the world. And, and actually getting people to that point of going, me too. Yeah. I know yeah. what that feels like. I know that the understanding's that, registered. Yeah. That empathy, that that mm. congruence, for want of a better word, mm. um, that we sense when we when we are with somebody who just gets it and gets yeah. us. Yeah, definitely. And I think with the written word, that's it, it's even more tricky to get that across because we yeah. haven't necessarily got the 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 human behaviour side of things that we're seeing from a visual point yes. of view. Um, yeah. or even hearing so we've yeah. got to bring out that storytelling even more to make that picture clearer um, but as you were talking then again you know I was seeing the guy who just got back from the airport and going to his car in the in the in the parking um, multi-story his red car and it, it just it's sort of what you're describing there really is the ideal clients of somebody and who they want to attract not anybody not everybody because that's a much, much wider audience. And, only, and it's only, a nobody audience. because we a nobody we, audience. We, we yeah. don't know. I, I want to talk to people who own a restaurant chain or who own a hotel chain or, mm. or who are looking to put in a, a, a charging hub. Well, mm. you either do or you don't know those people. And if you do know them, then that. But if I said you want to talk to anyone, yeah. you're back to a blank sheet going. Yeah. No idea. Blank space. Yeah. 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 Let me ask you, Jay, what was your earliest memory of, of sort of of storytelling, if you like? Oh, storytelling, it's got to be it's got to be that bear of very little brain. So poor Winnie the Pooh has, has, <laughs> has got to be the earliest the, some some of the earliest memories. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no. Brilliant. I've got uh, I've got a picture frame and it's it, you can't see it here, but it's a Winnie the Pooh. And it says, I wonder what I will wonder today. <laughs> but my, I, my, I definitely I, have a think 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 moment yeah it's great i saw it at a car book sale and i thought i have to have that i think i've paid about pound for it it's but it's, every time i walk past it i think yeah and it just sends your your yeah. mind on a little journey somewhere wondering about yeah. something do you keep a journal or do you write from a person i you I, I i so i use an ipad um, okay. I've used an iPad for years. Um, I use a journaling app on the iPad. I'm going to bring it up because it'll tell you how many journal entries I've written. Oh. Day one is the one I use, which I find to be really, really good. And they've now made it so you can update your journal uh, online. 
Okay. Um, so this tells me that I've written 1,568 entries into my journal. Wow, well done. Um, and sometimes that's on more than one day, and that's probably okay. over a five or more year period, probably mm. even longer than that. Mm. Um, and and there are times when I will just go, I've got to get all of this stuff out of my head, yeah. and I will just sit at my sit at my iPad keyboard because I've got a keyboard that goes with it. Yeah. Um, I have the privilege of being dyslexic, which means I see the world very differently. And so long as I get my fingers out of the way, yeah. I can spew content. The problem comes, I'm not an editor. I don't go back and write stuff. So people say, Jenny, I love what you write on LinkedIn. And I go, yeah, that's totally unedited because I don't do the whole <laughs> editing thing. It just doesn't work for me. It's the real right? thing. So, so, so it's all very conversational. It's all very... Um, connected as far as that's concerned but it, it i i learned early on to type about as quick as i can think so yeah. it's literally it just spews yeah but in a way that's good i think sometimes when you just if you're able to type or write as quickly as you think then you're not actually allowing time for, for your logical brain yeah. to step in so it is yeah. the authentic you that yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes you say spewing out the words but you know there's there's, there's truth and authenticity in yeah. that um, which is which is brilliant I mean I I start off with that but with being you know with actually writing for a living for other people unfortunately yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to go through the editing process you probably yeah. won't appreciate it if not um but I think you know you can still get the point across and it's more naturally conversational and yeah, it's I'm, I'm a very strange dyslexic because I love to read and I love to write so mm -hmm. that's quite unusual for dyslexic yeah, um, and I, I had a friend who used to run a, a an online book club, and she used to get me to write reviews for her, which was great fun. And we are all unique at the end of the really? day. It'd be a very boring world if we were all oh, same. Thank God nobody else is like me. It would be a very strange <laughs> place. <laughs> I should just come back to something that you said before, Jay, about yeah. the uh, sorry. What was the app that you used? One day. Day one. Day one. Okay, so that'll be good for, for people to, to look up. But you've done a thousand odd entries over about a five yeah. year period. And I think it's important for when people, particularly with journaling, there's a lot out there that says, you know, you've got to do things every day, or we get to the point where we assume we've got to, to write entries every day. And yeah, really, so 1,500 1, entries over 1,100 days. Wow. Okay. So you pretty much are doing it every day multiple no, no. Times. just just the the first entry was he says keep, keep talking to me because it'll take forever to get back the first, <laughs> the, the first what, entry what? was july 2013 ah right okay okay so then. yeah yeah but i think yeah the important thing to get across there is you don't have to do something like that every day and it's, it's all. all there for when yeah, you yeah. need it yeah, and yeah. some days it'll be two or three, some days it'll be one, some weeks it'll be none. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can change as well, can't you? So at the moment, I do quite a lot of dream journaling. So I'll wake up right. in the morning and I'll, I'll, I'll write, because I'm more of a creative writer, I find the stuff that we, you know, we dream and yeah, yeah. Yeah, unconscious, nice. what it's yeah. trying to tell us is, is fascinating and sort of reflecting on that sort of thing. Um, I used to do gratitude journaling a lot, but I feel now as though I can sort of go outside or I can get on with my day and and, and that just automatically comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. I don't have to write it down yeah. so much anymore. But I think that's a good place where people can start um, when they're using writing, at least for, the, for their own well-being, for their own personal. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I think one of the things I'm learning at the moment is about note-taking and learning to try and do it more and more because, yeah. one, I need to remember stuff more and I, my 
busting my memory isn't what it used to be. But um, I think that whole process of learning to, to make more use of notes to then be able to go back over a week or whatever and go, OK, well, have I have I done everything I wanted to do? Have I followed up all of the different things that went on during that week? I think it's quite helpful. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, because we can't possibly retain everything. Yes. I mean, certainly not these days when we've got notifications and distractions flying all over the place. You know, we're lucky if we can remember what happened five minutes ago, let alone yeah. five days ago. And Absolutely, and, and I think equally difficult is we have so many different feeds coming in. Do you? So when you're note-taking, do you do you write in linear lines or do you do mind maps? Oh, I do all sorts of things. So, I, again, okay. I have a very favourite mind mapping app, which I keep thinking to myself I must use more of again. Mm. Um, but I have a very favourite mind mapping app, and I've used them all. So I can, I, with some um, iThoughts is the mind, my, my mind mapping app of choice. Um, I thought it's very right easy for sharing uh, mind maps with other people in different ways. That it will spew out your mind map in a linear form for you automatically. Yeah. Um, so if uh, one of the people that I work with I just can't cope with my mind maps, loves the detail that's in it. So actually, when it turns it into a linear form, it's like, wow, this is great. Like, it's working to you. That's my mind map. But <laughs> don't, don't tell him it's your mind map. It's the document that he's looking for. It's yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. But yeah. So so it's just about, and I think. That's the joy of it. It's about finding what works for you, yeah. utilizing that, and then finding how to export that, how to translate that into whatever works for somebody else. Yeah, and, and that works in on so many levels. It works from the auditory to the visual level. Mm -hmm. So there will be some people that that they want you to write it so they can respond to it that way. There's some people that need to hear it. I remember I had my first business coach I ever had. I stopped working with her after about six months. And about two years later, we had another conversation. And I discovered that she was quite happy to have done our coaching on video call. Right. She never previously mentioned it. Right. That was the reason she lost me as a client. Yeah. Because I switch off after about 20 minutes of just an audio call. It wasn't yeah. working for me. I wasn't getting any visual feedback. Yeah. Um, and so, so in that way it's all about understanding who we're talking to and what mm. it is that they need these podcasts that have been recorded are being recorded on video as well and that was the sole reason for me doing that that some people to listen on the go it's a little yeah. bit easier but you know the, the stats say that people listen to podcasts normally when they're doing something else sure. so when they're watching a video they're normally you know they're more engaged yeah. with everything that's going on so they're potentially Absolutely. not going to be doing anything sure. else and then of course i will get a transcript version of it as well so that the written word, everybody um, wins everybody wins exactly <laughs> brilliant so let's touch a little bit on the outdoors uh-huh okay if we can please Lovely. so you're in the industry of you know helping the environment and the air yep. be cleaner and clearer yep. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about what you what what draws you to to being outside and you know what, um, what kind often of what draws me to being outside is my four legged friend. So I I have the privilege of a of a little cockapoo that's now five years old, oh. um, and and she and I try and do several six kilometer walks a week. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, as I say, um, having something like an iPad that enables me to um write on the go. Um, enables me to just find somewhere that I can just sit and be and, and do and, and 
sometimes it's just that in, that complete thing of being in a different environment. Yeah. Whether that environment is is physically outside and and it's sat on a bench, mm. um, looking at a view, or whether that is in an environment of being in a different coffee shop or whatever mm. it is, just moving where we are to somewhere new just often gives that opportunity to 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 be more creative and and to think about what it is yeah. you're writing. Yeah, um, so you find that inspires you then. It, yeah. it sort of gives you that sort of a, a, a new energy, if you like, or yeah. a new thought or something like that. Absolutely. And and sometimes it's about having the right kinds of music on in the background or whatever it is, just, just finding what it is that, that kind of really lifts um, mm. and, and gets gets the words flowing. Yeah, I find that if I, because I've started going out into coffee shops a little bit more and I, there's a certain type of work that I can do in that environment. I can't just write a piece from scratch. I need yeah. more silence from that. But something that's a little bit more, probably, if I'm honest, doesn't need my full attention quite the same, but yeah. I'm still doing yeah. a job, I might add, but it doesn't necessarily yeah. need my full attention. And that sort of background ambience, if you like, yeah. just helps it helps keep me productive really yeah, no, whereas absolutely. if I go outside for a walk quite often what I find I get from from the walk and I call them thought walks is if I'm stuck on something yeah. then I can go outside and that kind of releases the block a little bit yeah. and then I start to to have yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the ideas flow a bit more so so that's sort of more creativity generating shall we say rather than yeah productivity although you could say that the two are the same and, and sometimes it is that whole thing of just saying look i want to i want to fix this i want to get my head around it i want to think about it and and almost putting it in that place of fix the problem go for a walk come back problems fixed yeah without spending all of the time of the walk actually focused on it just allowing your subconscious to, mm. to, to, to do its thing without you messing around with it too much yeah, um, and, and coming out the other end with the the results that you're looking for. Yeah, that's a great point. And just yeah, not it's almost saying okay, I'm going to switch off for half an hour, yeah. and and just by sort of setting that intention of switching off and going for a walk, yeah, kind of is like reverse psychology almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start the ideas do start to flow, so you always can't help them coming out. No. Yeah. So what we what would you say, Jay, to somebody that was. I'm too busy to go for a walk they have got a lot on they've got a lot on their plate but they're kind of overwhelmed and you know we we sort of as outdoor lovers know that taking that step outside is going to help with that but what would you how would you sort of suggest I, I would always tell people to take a risk mm, um I would, risk. Always, I would always say do you know what you're good how many days do you get to the end of it and you've done everything on your list mm. which the answer will almost certainly be never yeah, yeah. I never get to the end of the day and all my other stuff's on the list. Okay, so what if what if you give me half an hour and you go and have that walk and you just let go of all of that stuff that you've got to do and you just go on that walk and come back and see how you feel? Yeah. It's exactly the same as for me. If, if I get to a point on a particular day where I'm absolutely exhausted, I know that I will get much more done by going and putting my head down for an hour. Mm. I'm being willing to say, okay, I mean, I'm in the privilege that I I, I set my own work hours, so I, yeah. I'm in that privileged position. But I can say, well, actually, it's two o'clock. I'm going to have a sleep until three, and then if I'm still sat at my desk at six or seven tonight, so be it. But actually, I will have got so much more done by six or seven tonight because I've taken that time out, stepped away, had a snooze, and come back to it an hour later. 
than I will if I've I've actually just churned through until four or five and gone. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you're you you're almost you're listening to what your body's telling you a little yeah. bit more there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're tired, need a break. Just yeah. take half an hour, sixty minutes away, and then come back refreshed. Yeah. I would love to ask you, Jay, if you have yeah. a takeaway for people that are, um, you know trying to to sort of get a, a little bit more in flow with creativity they like writing but maybe don't have enough chance to to write or you know they're feeling drawn outside but, but can't is there anything that you can sort of I, say I, as a I think for me it would be be start small and, yeah. and and none of us are expecting you to write war and peace on on week one um but if you write i mean tweets are great things they're they're lovely and short and there's no pressure and that they're kind of 140 characters we can all write 140 characters and please don't sit there and count them just write <laughs> that, that kind of short it will tell you if it's too long <laughs> yeah absolutely but 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 get into the habit of doing it mm. and and um even if you're writing to you just and and um i think the one takeaway that i would leave is always be kind Whatever it is that yeah. you write to yourself and yeah. to other people, be kind. Mm. Because life is short. And um, yeah. we happen to be recording this on a week that they set aside for mental health awareness. Now, those people that are uh, clever are going to know when this was recorded, but I bet mm. not, not many. Um, but yeah, let, let's let's give that. Let's be kind and let, let's remember that everybody we're talking to is fighting a battle mm. in yeah, I mean, the whole kindness piece is a big thing in personal development, self-development now, isn't there? I think even some bookstores are, are categorising things under that kindness category. And yeah, that as well is is sort of showing that kindness out, outside of you. So it's not just necessarily thinking about, you know, yes, we need to think about what we want and strive for what we want, but it's not all about you. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't judge other people for certain behaviour. But also, we, I, I think, I think what's often shocking to people is that actually, by being kind to other people, we can often get what we want just for mm. the byproduct. Yeah. Um, not because that's what we were after, but because it's a byproduct of, of yes. doing that. Even if it's a simple feel good vibe, how if people wanted to get in touch with you to learn more um, about the business or, or indeed yourself and just yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Twitter, J at jblake underscore finds me on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm on LinkedIn, re relatively easy to find. There are not too many J Blakes in the EV no. world. Um, so yeah, do do reach out, come and say hello. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for your time. I've really, really enjoyed Likewise. it. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's Writing with Purpose podcast. Having conversations with fellow writers or adventure enthusiasts brings two of my biggest loves in life together, writing and nature connection. I've been a copywriter and content creator for 23 years, but my passion is writing for wellbeing, and I'm on a mission to share the benefits that putting pen to paper has personal wellness with as many people as possible. If you want to learn more about writing for your wellbeing, and journaling techniques, please connect with me in my Facebook group, Journaling with Anna.